0: Today's scripture reading comes from 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 4 through 18. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are a variety of services, but the same Lord, and there are a variety of activities, but is the same God who activates all of them and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, to one is given the Spirit the utterance of wisdom and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by the one spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another the discernment of spirits to another various kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot were to say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear were to say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. This is the story of faith and faithful struggle. Thanks be to God.
1: be in a spirit of prayer gracious and loving god may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable to you our strength and our salvation and may we like samuel cry out and say speak lord for we are listening amen you are a unique and unrepeatable expression of God, created and activated to share your complementary gifts in the world for the common good. And by complementary, there, I mean complementary, the way not giving a compliment that you look nice today, but complementing, um, fitting together with others' gifts. Because we all have different gifts, don't we? And they all work together for the common good. I love that. That's what the church is. All of us coming together in the body of Christ to complete it. Each of us has different gifts at different times that we use in different ways to go and express all of God's love that transformed the world. That's it, isn't it? So what you just heard from Terry in this scripture was Paul's description of all of those gifts and the ways that they work together, the ways that they're activated, and the ways that they can transform the world. I want you to take a moment this week to just go ahead and check out the the quarterback questions in the e-newsletter. You can find those on our website by looking up the archive or maybe you already received the e-weekly in your um, email each week. But some of the questions ask us to kind of contemplate what it is that we're gifted to do in this world. And I want you to listen to this scripture, maybe to take your Bible out and to read it again in a quiet moment and to listen for what God is saying to you about your gifts. If you have an opportunity, it would be great to even share that with a friend. I know for me that my gifts are often discerned by others before I'm aware of them myself or before I'm, I realize what exactly God is doing i think it's an important time of year to be doing that this is nomination season in the united methodist church it's a time when we are looking at who is going to be in leadership in the coming year and you may be getting a phone call from somebody who has discerned your gifts so i want you to begin preparing your heart right now to think about what it is that god is calling you to do for us in the Methodist Church, working on the nomination slate is not so much filling a slot. It's more like visioning and discerning to see what the church can do in the world in new and exciting ways—not the same old cookie-cutter ways, but new and completely different ways. There is a, a guideline. I mean, there's a format in which things are done, so you're not completely thrown out to swim <laughs> on your own, but. There are lots of ways you can bring new gifts to this work. In the scripture, we hear Paul saying that there are a variety of gifts and services and activities, many different things that we can be doing. But the same spirit is that which activates them all in all of us. Utterance of wisdom, utterance of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing. Can you hear yourself in some of those things? Sometimes it's hard to equate those to a particular um, job in the church, but God takes care of that. God works through others to help help put you into a position where you can help in that way. Faith and gifts of healing and working of miracles and prophecy and discernment of spirits there are ways in which we can be imagining what our church can do in the world that don't have to feel forced or like they're, they're the result of long meetings, some of the things that some of us rail against when we feel like we're being called into leadership in the church. This is a freeing thing, a, a time for God to just flow through us, to all of those gifts coming from God and flowing out of us into the world. There are other places in the Bible where we hear about spiritual gifts. We hear about fruits of the Spirit too, the attributes that underlie some of these gifts. And if you have a moment, I encourage you to take that up in your study this week when you're thinking about this giftedness that God has given you. Even in Ephesians, we hear about it. In Ephesians 4.11, we hear a specific list. The gifts he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. Um, I have learned early in my life that our gifts are meant to be used. It's funny because what I'm trying to say is that early in my life, The things that I had I was always trying to be so careful of so for instance when my daughter was young with with her toys I would be always very careful to put them back exactly right on a shelf and with the things that I had I would be very careful to make sure that they were unbroken and sometimes that meant not using them. But I find that if we cover our chairs in plastic or if we put our crystal on a shelf and we never use it, it's really not of much use, right? It's there and it can be admired, but God has made us to be of use in the world. So those things that God has given us, our imagination, our delight, our love. Those things are meant to be used and sometimes the way to find out how they can be used is to dive in and have an opportunity to actually use them i use this quote a lot because it's one of my very favorites from isaiah 55 verse 11 so shall my word that goes out from my mouth it shall not return to me empty but that It shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. This is God talking, and for me, this quote talks, it says the word, but I think that it's true of us too, that God created us for a purpose to go into the world, and God equips us with all we need to be successful. I want us throughout this week to continually discern our gifts, not just this week, but this year and beyond, to always be open to the ways in which God can use us in the work of the church in sharing love and grace in the world. There are some specific ways that we can be doing that right now. During this time of COVID, the church is completely different completely different. And this is an opportunity for us to jump into the future rather than just flow into the future that we had been doing. We have an opportunity to begin to see the way in which we can do things differently, to reach different people, people who are in need of a word of hope, the ways in which we can help to transform the world through that love and grace. Some of us in leadership have been participating in studying a book called Liquid Church over the past 12 weeks, and we've come up with some wonderful ideas about who we are and who we are in the community, things we can do to help others in the world. We're going to continue meeting because it's been such an exciting time of visioning and we'd love for you to join us, whether that means actually joining the group or whether that means visioning yourself and maybe sharing some of what you've come up with with us or visioning for yourself about the ways in which your gifts can be manifest in the work of the church. When I was a kid, my father wanted me to be a church organist. I played organ from the time I was six years old and loved it, but it wasn't exactly what I was meant to be. My mom always thought I would be a hairdresser because I was always doing crazy things with my own hair, you know, up in braids and this and that, but that wasn't exactly it either. And it took me a long time to discern for myself what I would be because I thought I would be a music teacher and live in Salt Lake City, Utah of all places. But it took a time of discernment. For me, it came out of working with the Disciple 1 class under Joel Gilmet, a previous pastor here, and working with people like Christine Large and Dave Lampy and Peggy and Alan Toplift and Marge Shea and Michelle Pribula and all kinds of wonderful people in this disciple class. And together we helped discern each other's gifts. It wasn't until then that I realized that I was called to be an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church. And then a period of time had to elapse before I was able to actually have the education and experience to do that. But so often it is a thing that happens in community There is something that happens with God calling you and gifting you, but there's also something happening within the community, recognizing your gifts and within your own prayerful discernment. And so I'm bringing this up at this time of year because it is a time of nominations when we're looking at the leadership of the church and the goals for the church for the coming year. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you would like to see from Wesley in the coming year. So drop us an email call the church phone at 224-7413 just let us know what you're thinking as you continue to to discern for yourself because I want you to be willing to use those gifts and not to just leave them on the shelf not to leave them covered in plastic God wants to activate them in you as today's scripture says. And God does equip you with all you need to fulfill that. And sometimes that comes from inside, sometimes it comes from God, sometimes it comes from working in a complementary way with others in the world. I want you to remember the words of Margaret Mead who said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. What a perfect definition of church. A small group of thoughtful, committed citizens. And so let us pray together. Heavenly Father, let us come together as the church in this time, as the body of Christ, the ones who are activated by the Spirit for this good work. Open our hearts to the possibilities for Wesley, so that we might, in the words of Frederick Buechner, match the world's great need with our deep passion. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Amen.